Previously on Vegan Enlightenment, we covered five habits which every vegan can do for a successful transit. If you haven't heard it yet, I highly recommend to go back and listen. Do you ever wonder what health conditions a vegan diet can actually help with? Well, in today's show, I went to visit a former bodybuilding champion. We discussed adrenal fatigue, life stresses and living on a less than optimal diet. I then prescribed a vegan diet which is full of nutrients and just super clean, free from any processed foods to help him recover from the adrenal fatigue, plus other life hacks which anyone can do in order to improve their life quality and grow further. Hi there everyone and welcome to another episode of the Vegan Enlightenment. In today's episode I'm really excited to have like a chat interview style with a very good friend which I've discovered through the cafe. His name is um, Andy. Andy is actually a former bodybuilding champion, which he can tell us about in a second. So he was a very fit guy for many, many years throughout his life. But unfortunately, uh, at one point through lots of work, of course, when you're successful and you have a business and you have many people working under you and you have responsibility to feed not just your family, but perhaps 20 or 30 or maybe more families and you're working really hard to make sure everything going well sometimes situation can get stressful other events can happen and possibly diet possibly not looking after our other physiological needs or mental needs and unfortunately developed a bit of a adrenal fatigue as you guys know i suffer from chronic fatigue syndrome so adrenal fatigue is really close to my heart because i share so many of the symptoms and i can really sympathize and and relate so without further ado uh, andy will now tell us a little bit about himself how the condition developed what he has found some so far to hope and then i would suggest and work with him to switch to a vegan diet so guys it's really exciting we're going to make an ex um, bodybuilding champion turn vegan uh, in the pa- in the next few weeks and see how that works so um, Andy if you can introduce yourself properly and tell us a little bit about uh, your situation Hi I'm Andy uh, I'm a good friend of Eden as you said we uh, know each other from the Feel Good Cafe um, and uh, as he said I've been working very hard for many many years and I've done uh, performance sports uh, mainly bodybuilding and powerlifting, I've done other sports as well and I had my own business for the uh, best part of 20 years and unfortunately in the past uh, few months I developed um, uh, adrenal fatigue which um, I've never had before uh, it's, uh, it's not a pleasant thing to have uh, and it was mainly caused caused by stress and the things that come with stress which is too much coffee and the lack of sleep and uh, too much work basically and uh, I'm struggling with it so I'm open-minded <laughs> hopefully uh, Elon can suggest me a diet that uh, probably put hopefully put me back on the right path and uh, and hopefully I can recover from the condition I have. So I know it's a long journey, it's, it's not going to happen overnight. Uh, I've been um, struggling with it for the past three or four months. 
uh, I've developed some strategies that helps help me cope with it, like change my diet. Um, all the sugars out of my diet completely. Before we go into that, can you tell us a little bit more about symptoms, what kind of symptoms you experience? Well, the symptoms I have is when I, I don't sleep well at night. Uh, I'm right awake in the evening when it's time to go to bed. I don't sleep well at night and when it's time to get up in the morning, I'm, I've got no energy. And uh, through the day I struggle with energy. Uh, just want to sleep and sleep and I can't really do much so as I said I've, I've had it for about three four months now and I have good days and I have bad days and I started having more good days than bad days bad days all well I have more good days than I had before so they, you know, I'm, I'm improving slightly but obviously not as much as I would want to so, uh, as I said, I'm open-minded, you know, <laughs> of course. for suggestions, but, you know, as, as, as I said, I've been very, very active all my life. I'm 49 years old. Nothing like this ever happened to me. It, when I did my bodybuilding and powerlifting, I used to overtrain, uh, but realizing that I overtrained, I stopped it and then I recovered very quickly within a week or two I was back on track but hey three four I'm three four months down the line and I'm still not recovering so you know I've seen some improvements but it's not enough it's still concerning I'm still uh, I'm not I'm not happy to be honest with you the way my life is going so I'm open for suggestions perhaps uh, vegan diet, you know, anything to help me, <laughs> I'm open-minded, so. That's right, no, I think the listener uh, would like to hear as well. So first of all, I'll tell you guys, if you, this guy hasn't trained nothing whatsoever for four or five months now, I believe. No, I, I stopped training uh, last year in October. So a year. Because, because of the workload I had, so okay. it's almost a year. Uh, and I think that contributed to my adrenal fatigue because when I was training and working, it balanced training and uh, balanced my hormones out, and I think it stopped me perhaps from having this adrenal fatigue. But I think probably the cause of it, one of the cause of it, is that I stopped training. And and I have to say, guys, you can't see it, but his biceps are massive. You can see the guys. <laughs> The guy's well, been training. Well, I, 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 I need to look in the mirror, but I do know that in this past three or four months, I have lost a lot of muscle mass and I did put quite a lot of fat on them. So that is going downhill as well. My body's going downhill. So. And have you seen? Have you have you been to see a doctor regarding how you've been feeling? Because you, you, I have, I, I have relatives that are doctors, and I spoke to them, and they suggested things. And uh, unfortunately, adrenal fatigue is a such a complex issue. Is although it's, it's it's caused by stress and and stimulants and this and that, but it it could. When it comes to recovery, there's a lot of other, other things that come into play, like I may have an infection, sure. which it weakens my immune system, so I can't deal with the adrenal fatigue. 
I'm probably deficient on some nutrients which I am because with the workload I had obviously in my diet, especially after I stopped. When I was training I had a proper diet as well, because to train you need a proper diet. As soon as I stopped training my diet has gone down here, so I've obviously got nutrients deficiencies as well, so I need to find that. Am I deficient in magnesium? Or what else? I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I need sure. to find out, so I think I, I need I need proper nutrition first of all to strengthen my immune system. Perhaps iron out all these defi deficiencies, maybe all B, uh, B vitamins and the D vitamins and magnesium and zinc and I don't know. Obviously, I know quite a bit of about nutrition because I, I did powerlifting and bodybuilding. But yeah, it's it's what I have is is very concerning. I've never ever experienced anything like this, and uh, it terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me from an active person from wake from two o'clock in the morning till ten o'clock at night. You know, it's gone the other way around. I'm I am very very concerned. You know, so yes. Open for suggestions. You know. Okay, so what I'll try uh, to do here, guys, it's um, with Andy. We're gonna try to set him um, a nice diet. As you know, I study nutrition on my own. I'm not qualified, so this is just for educa educational purposes. However, a lot of us feel similar conditions: ME, chronic fatigue syndrome, a Lyme disease. Uh, like Andy, you can have a adrenal fatigue, there can be so many conditions, just feeling lethargic, stressed out, so many conditions that this diet that I will try now to give Andy, that should really, really help. And of course, it's not going to stop by just the diet I'm suggesting here. Part of succeeding in any diet, in anything we do, is education. And what I'm so impressed with Andy is that he found the time and with the last of his energies, to educate himself, to research what he can do to get himself out of this ditch. And unfortunately, a lot of successful people, hardworking people, strong people, it can happen to any of us if we're not careful, lifestyle can really affect us. So let's, let's look at certain things. So we need to have a peaceful environment. Maybe we cannot have it for the whole day, but we have to find every day, I believe, a moment to ourselves to relax, to reflect and, and to comprehend what's going on in our life. And that also help us have like a captain in a boat to know where to steer. If there's no captain, there's no person that reflecting, trying to understand, calming ourselves down, calming, going with the waves for a moment. Uh, we don't know where we're heading and sometimes it could be to a great place but more often than not, it's not because the wind will take us to where it wants and that's usually crashing in the shores. So that's one thing. So a few of the strategies that you can do to help you keep calm and relax is keeping a diary on a regular basis, making sure to dedicate that time, if only before bedtime, then before bedtime at least, 15 minutes, just a moment for yourself, write down something Talk to your spouse, talk to a friend, talk to a family member, talk to yourself, 
whatever works for you, relax with some music, something to offload and a bit to take in things. You can do it first in the morning so you can plan your day and that's really useful. You can also do it last thing at night. And as well during the day if you find 10-15 minutes that's all it takes and it's really worth looking into. Actually one thing which I was um, um, taught some years ago and reminded again um, I believe just over a year ago this is a shout out to Gem from What the Pita. It's a vegan donut kebab. You gotta visit them guys, they're amazing. But that aside, Gem reminded me of Wim Hof breathing technique. Wim Hof breathing technique is where you breathe for I believe 30 times. You take 30 deep breaths and then inhales, then exhales. Then you exhale for the last time, hold your breath for a minute, then you inhale, hold your breath for 15 seconds, and you you can repeat it for three times and then you can get like sensation of heat and the oxygen increases in your body. Wim Hof, look him up, is a very interesting guy. He's also known as the Iceman because he helps to change his immune system to work in under freezing condition. I think he's recalled to sit in a in an ice bucket um, or under ice water. Of course, his mouth breathing above water is for two hours. This is incredible stuff incredible stuff he runs the um, he climbed the Everest with shorts okay so that guy can teach us something and of course in many meditation techniques I think they master the breath and that's something very powerful so if you're not into meditation so much or yoga or diary maybe some breathing technique or mindfulness technique this is uh, one thing another thing is to remove chemicals from your environment if you're using shampoo, deodorant, toothpaste, check that they have no SLS, parabens, and all kinds of sulfates or preservatives and fluorides. Really important. Have a regular health checkup. Your body is a temple. It's a vehicle to get you from to places anywhere you want. Have a regular health checkup. If it's for your teeth, uh, if it's for your if it's your alignment, your posture, um, if you need every now and then um, some blood tests you feel, perhaps you could. I'm not big on blood tests. I think drawing any kind of blood for the body unnecessarily is not the best of thing. But we live in a not an ideal environment, so perhaps we should look into that and do them from time to time. I personally do them uh, for B12 and vitamin D3. Um, every few years. Those are the kind of things. Now we're going to move, there's many more, there's walking in a forest, connecting to nature, taking a break at least a few times a year. I've just been to Scotland, magical land, you can go any place, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, England, New Forest, France, uh, Italy, Spain, all of these places are pretty nearby, you can drive to most of them and they'll give you a lot of tranquility. Now, with regards um, to diet, we know you are what you eat. If you eat great foods, your body is supported and sustained. So if we um, do the things which I just mentioned, which are making sure we have, which are making sure we have a clear mind, some time for ourselves, time for the family, time for, for friends, time to connect to nature, 
perhaps some breathing, then we can look into diet. So diet has to be clean at all time because our body, as we are reproducing ourselves and rebuilding ourselves, really relying on the food we eat. That's the building block, building blocks of our body. So another great thing, which of course I'm going to talk about a plant-based diet, and why it is of course, because when you know you're eating and you're not harming another being, and we all agree that as much as we love our pets, a cat and a dog, cats and dogs are equal to pigs, horses, cows, lamb, sheep, they are all equal and like we cannot stand and very rightfully so seeing a dog being hurt we also cannot actually stand looking at a pig or a cow or a sheep being hurt not in the name of our health which is totally the opposite animals never give you health because we are not carnivore we are not even omnivore we are herbivores and in even more particularly we are frugivores from the word fruit fruit eater frugivores and perhaps starchivores because we also got the ability to break down the starches through the amylase in our mouth now of course for once the body go a bit wrong perhaps certain things we shouldn't have even if they are plant-based perhaps we should focus more on various other things so the first thing we got to take animal out of the equation because if you look into it you will see that there is no animal product that gives you any health benefits all the proteins from animal products are shown to increase cancer of the colon kidneys and pancreas it's a direct link the more animal proteins you have the higher risk of these three cancers you have and all the suffering that goes into it and the emotions and the hormones you're getting from an animal that being stressed out is definitely not something that you want because animals know when the, the time is to be killed and they feel it if it's a chicken or if it's a cow or if it's a pig and even a fish they get distressed yeah, stress, yeah. and it's not right and the oceans is full of mercury and the fish are for for whales and sharks they're not for humans so let's go back to where humans have evolved from and what perhaps we can learn from diet of, of living beings that are still eating the same diet or a very very similar diet to what humans would have had from when they originally evolved and evolved to eat and live on. So we evolved from the great equator uh, alongside the great apes not directly from the great apes but alongside them we share a common ancestor with the great apes which are still living today the gorillas, bonobos and chimpanzee. If we look at what our closest living relatives living on which if we look into their eyes, into their body, into their from their mouth to their anus it's a single pipe exactly like ours from the mouth to the backside a single pipe which is just about identical it's 98 or 99% or 99% identical so if you open them up it's the same organs and it's the same organs and stomach cavity which is very long to break down fiber and starches and fruit sugars and it's very long and it takes time because unlike omnivore or carnivores who have a very short intestine 
that can digest things in an hour or two or three because they have an extreme high acid that because animal bodies contain bacteria, bad bacteria, which is carcinogenic possibly in itself and causes many ill health. And they have to have a very strong acid to kill that bad bacteria and get it out of the body and melt the bones and the skin and whatever it is they're eating, which we are definitely not suitable for our consumption. So, first things first, we will need a nice clean diet. Green equal clean. So we want to clean our body from all the toxic build-up, if it's from emotions, from stress, from toxic in the environment, from the food we had, from coffees, and refined flowers, refined products, animal products, fats. Now there is a misconception that in order to build hormones, we have to have fat in our diet. We are always told, you want to have hormones, they synthesize from fat. Let's look at testosterone for a single second. And it takes four healthy strong men, like Andy here, to hold one young adult chimpanzee. Okay, so not even a chimp that isn't at full prime, is still young, say a teenager, is just developing muscle. You have to have four strong adults holding each of his limb to control him. Okay, and that's, and as we know, strength and energy is very, very closely related to the testosterone level, healthy testosterone levels. We have different types of testosterone, but this is the prime testosterone we're talking about here. And that's synthesized from fat or alongside fat, which is correct. However, our body does not need fat, like the chimp does not get fat from his diet. And directly what he does, he converts the sugars, the fibers, the starches into the right amount of fats he needs in his liver and his liver releases it according to his needs. When we take fat from animals, we are blocking our arteries. When we block our arteries, we becoming sluggish. Our blood can flow. Now, as Dr. Michael Greger and quotes and shows studies, children in the Western world from the age of 10 already start to have conditions hardening of the arteries. So the arteries from the age of 10, possibly before, but studies exist as early as from the age of 10, there is plaque made from animal fats which is starting to slowly solidify in our arteries because our body is 70% water and water and oils, water and fat, do not mix, as we know. So when we start putting oils into our body, now we have enzymes and we've got stomach acids with all the respect, but it's not made to ingest and digest dead bodies. It makes us sick if we think about it for a second that we're eating a dead animal, that we looked into an animal eye and now we're eating it, but it also makes the body sick in the literal way. So it's both for emotions and for our well-being. It's a win-win and of course for the environment. So, so we have a nice clean diet to begin with. Lots of salads, tomatoes, cucumber, spinach, kale. Now this is ideally would be raw or partly raw. So alongside that we can have some potatoes and 
carrots, sweet potatoes, cassavas, plantain. You can cook a plantain with your meal. It's incredible. It's full of starches and it's delicious. So these are the kind of things you can have. Once you do the initial stage for maybe three days, which is a little bit restricted, so mainly salad and starches next to it, such as potatoes, sweet potatoes, rice, lentils, beans, but not so much seasonings, just pure lemon juice as a seasoning. Our body is getting hydrated because we have lots of raw food, plus the starches, which give us energy and positivity and help us release happy hormones. Now, starches take longer to release than sugars, so the sugar in tomato, which is a good sugar fast, it's not refined, it comes with all the vitamins and minerals we need, will give us the first kick of energy, but as the day goes along, the potatoes, the lentils, the beans, which are legumes are great for balancing hormones and body health and, and adrenals. If we look at the red kidney beans, for example, they have shown to have benefits to our kidneys. And if we, they are called kidney beans, they look a bit like kidneys, and they are also actually good for our kidneys. The same with walnuts. Walnuts look like a brain when you open them, and they increase brain activity because they contain a lot of omega-3. So everything is there in nature. So some other um, nutrients which we should look into is B12. As Andy look eat really well throughout his life, which means he, he did eat a lot of animal product, but he ate well in the aspect of he never had refined foods. He was very careful, everything was whole grain, a lot of it grown at the back of the garden or organic. And, and, and also three quarters of my plate was vegetables. So, so I was never a big believer of having too much protein. I was always a big believer of having a balanced diet. So I always had loads of veggies. Fresh. Not so much fruit because I'm allergic to apples, for example, and, and uh, some other fruits as well. So I'm not a big fan of fruits, but vegetables, definitely I like broccolis and... Uh, Sauerkraut. and sauerkraut, fermented foods and uh, fermented veggies and uh, salads. I always had tons and tons of it, you know, as, uh, alongside meat. I, you know, I must admit I had, I had my fair share of meat and as well, but three quarters of my plate was definitely vegetables. So, not lately, but sure. Usually. When I was training and usually I, I, I did try to look after myself. So. And, and, and that's great to hear because what, what he's describing here... I love veggies. Sure, he loves veggies. <laughs> you see, and most of us love vegetables and fruits, especially when we're children, if we are presented with a dead chicken or a dead cow or a bunny, we don't really try to eat it. But if we are presented with an apple or a strawberry or a banana, it's amazing how our natural instinct now like any other animal, we know as well what's good for us. But, but what he's describing here, he wouldn't really have fortified products. Fortified products are refined flours, dairy, which are added vitamins to by government law. So possibly his vitamin B, as he mentioned, are not that high. 
because thankfully he didn't have a lot of refined product. So vitamin B12 really nourishes your nervous system and that's something that um, is going to look into and we're going to see uh, together what's the level and what perhaps the ideal level and we're going to work closely with his GP to look into that. And then vitamin D we're coming to. Vitamin D is a great immune system if there is a suspect for infection, just feeling run down in general, often vitamin D can be low. So we haven't got a lot of sun uh, this summer, so we will look into supplementing vitamin D3 as well. And if anyone listening and suffering from similar conditions, perhaps it's something you can look into as well and consult with your GP or your healthcare practitioner or, any, or a qualified nutritionist. But these are basic things that if you research, you can really look into. Magnesium, of course, um, has lots in vegetables and fruits, but it's something again we can look into because the land is a little bit depleted. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to try to increase legumes. Legumes have lots of magnesium, so so are nuts and seeds. And if we're going to soak the nuts and seeds, maybe they will be more absor absorbable, and then we'll be able to absorb more of them. And hopefully that will help as well. So these are quite um, a few ideas there which one can do and um, over time we're going to try to as well put Andy on two meals a day I've been experimenting a lot with two meals a day and um, it has been shown when you feed um, all kind of animals twice a day their life gets longer their life is elongated so studies show us that when um, animals eat twice a day their the life get longer, the longevity increase. And of course there's restricted calorie diets also been shown to help people look younger, feel younger on a metabolic level. So we're going to try to look that because the body has really the solution for itself. Um, I, I'm a great believer of that and rather than putting things from outside it is also important to try from time to time that's where water fasting come from and again we learn from animals when they're injured or ill they are fast they only drink water and then their body recover because the energy that the body requires for digestion is uh, rests and that, that that's reduces because digestion is not necessary so it's the energy is diverted into healing healing the body repairing whatever it is that we need letting the body rest for a few days so water fasting just for three days could also be something to look into it you have to do it ideally supervised and uh, you gotta read a lot about it make sure you're not on any uh, medical medications rest have someone nearby to look after you drink plenty of water but for three days most healthy people can do it and we will just kickstart the system really nicely and then on a nice healthy vegan light diet of course with nothing refined everything whole foods with five main things and they uh, should be consumed in the following order fruits if we are allergic to fruit maybe we are allergic to the seed because the seed sometimes can have certain toxins because the seed is there to propagate and if we are breaking it down when we chew it then perhaps that seed is fighting back and causing a reaction yeah, I, I, perhaps um Perhaps I'm allergic to apples because the peel 
as pesticides on it or or it's probably not on it because I washed the airport but it's probably inside gone, in, gone into the pill and that's that's what probably I'm allergic to because when I was a child never a problem I, I, I never had a problem you know and I used to eat tons of uh, apples you know so um, but this yeah may, may not be the seed maybe the pill because of the pesticides so you're right so I have to find some uh, pesticides free apples or organic apples or something so. and especially if you did I believe try the three day fast and I know your fitness capacity I know you haven't been training but and you're still an extremely strong person it, it, the, the, the fasting concerns me at the moment because because of the adrenal fatigue sure. I think fasting would because I used to do intermittent fasting the 16 hours fast and 8 hours eating window I've done all that through when I was training and bodybuilding and even even when I was in business and I put, put a little bit too much weight on and I wanted to lose it, I always used intermittent fasting but I'm just a little bit worried that would put too much stress on my adrenals. I'm already not producing the hormones I'm supposed to be. I'm a bit worried but I'm, again I keep an open mind. You know? so, so what we will do in that case, we will... Um, we're going to write email as you guys can, as guys can, because I'm just speaking from experience here yeah. of various different conditions that I had to go through, but I'm not qualified again. So, so, but what we can do, and you can as well, and don't let anything stop you, is we're going to email some doctors like Dr. Allen Goldhammer, who actually offer a free phone consultation to anyone that writes to the True North Center. I will put the links below. You can get in touch with True North Center. It's an amazing vegan fasting retreat, but also all about learning how to eat vegan food correctly by qualified medical doctors who studied the subject. And they, of course, work with my head doctor, um, Michael Clapper, uh, John McDougall. They are all under the same house. Uh, over there, so we're going to write to him to see what he thinks think of Andy's condition and what can be of help whether a water fast, yes or no. Of course, when you feel low on energy and you feel craving to eat because your body feels so weak, then perhaps um, it's not the best of time. Maybe we'll do it later. Perhaps it is the right time to do it, but we will let the doctor decide who has experience and fasted tens of thousands of individuals. Yeah. or at least thousands, but I think it's in, in the tens of thousands. He's been doing it for 30 years or close to 30 years. So once we know how to do that, then uh, we will go to a nice clean diet. And again, if two meals a day at the beginning might sound scary or not right for the body, although again, when you let the body give energy away, a third of the energy divert from digestion, into growth and repair, which is what the body does when you are resting and your digestion is resting, results coming much quicker. But we can begin with finding some fruits, which Andy really likes, and experimenting. Also, after a fast, usually a lot of allergies tend to disappear. It's an incredible uh, phenomenon. I experienced it myself with pecans. I was allergic to pecans. I done a water fast and all lo and behold, one. I'm partly allergic to nuts as well, so okay. if if I eat too much, then I start feeling 
tingling in your in, in, in my throat then. Uh, but it's, it's not too bad I can handle that is that sensation. something that was always there or more recent years um, since since I got into my 30s mid 30s onwards and that's when I became allergic to apples as well I was probably was 35 when I picked an apple up and I bit into it and my mouth started swelling up in my throat and it became dry and all that stuff so but yeah but I can as I said nuts and seeds I can handle I'm also allergic to um, uh, soya milk. Sorry. If I drink soya milk, it it literally sticks my. You feel irritation in your throat. It, my, my my throat it just sticks together. Nothing can go down or come up my throat so, from soya milk. So. But tofu, which is made from soya, I got no problem with it. So. It's interesting. <laughs> And tofu, I believe, is fermented as it's well. It's fermented, that's why, probably. Yeah. So it breaks down certain that's in, right. um, inhabited, yeah, phytic, um, phytic acids. So this is really interesting stuff, guys, and please make a note, because we're going to come back, remember, in a few weeks and, and have another chat with Andy, and we're going to hear his journey, yeah, and we're going to hear uh, as well regarding allergens, and I want to see if those will go away, because mm -hmm. it's possible, remember, the most heavily pesticide, herbicide and chemicals which you can get into your body is through eating animal products. And let me explain why quickly, because they eat uh, wheat, soy and other grains which are full of herbicides and pesticide and they ingest them, nobody wash it for them, they are pumped with hormones antibiotics yeah. whether they are pasture pasteurized or anything like that they all got disease because we have 50 billion livestock around the world at any living moment again that's 50 billion livestock at any living moment and they're all bred closely together the female cows are raped and artificially inseminated you know by 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 um, a vet or whoever is yeah. doing it and uh, the babies are taken away so they are stressed then and that goes to all animals that we consume they're all infected unfortunately and under great suffering and we are consuming it in high concentration because when you eating a, a flesh from animal it's all the concentrations are there there's no way for the body to get rid of neurotoxins and heavy metals it's just the way it is we know in humans the only way to get rid of mercury is when you breastfeed a baby and this is really sad so you're eating fish full of mercury because of the ocean contaminations not only you uh, miss giving misjustice to a living animal a fish when you look at a goldfish who in their right mind think let's eat a goldfish but there's no much difference between a goldfish and a sardine or a tuna it's just somewhere goldfish we can see it alive if you saw a living fish and you kept it as a pet, tuna or sardines, you wouldn't think that's a meal. Like if you would present it to a great ape, where would he get a fish from? He's living in between fruits and starches, nuts and seeds. So um, that, that's really crazy that all our toxin stays in the body and keeps intoxicating ourselves, intoxicating. So 
uh, we're going to find him some fruits that he likes, vegetables he likes already, that's really easy, of the coffee, of them, any kind of teas, just to give the body a nice clean break for a few days and then slowly we'll introduce, but we're going to do it in the, in the following order, there's five key for successful vegan diet and to sustain it. First we need to understand starch is key. Raw, raw food is king if we can in a nice environment, hot environment, accessible. But if not in the northern hemisphere, uh, there's a book called the starch solution. So starch is key, sustain your energy, keeps you calm, it's got fiber, so it's all the health giving nutrients you got in there and it's really what our body design and can thrive on. There is no doubt in that. Look at you saying both. His favorite food from ever is um, uh, yams and sweet potatoes. Pure root vegetables. So in the following order, a vegan diet should be, from my understanding and research. Fruits in the biggest amount. Vegetables, that's second, that's the second biggest amount. Legume, that's um, pulses, beans, all kind of mung beans, kidney beans, elephant beans, you can make great stew with them. And remember with the vegetables, you chuck them all in a pot, make a great stew. Uh, nuts, that's your number four, and seeds, that's your number five. So fruit, vegetables, legumes, nuts and seeds. These are five, and you eat them in the following order, and see what happens, and look into it. It's a very popular vegan understanding that you eat them in that kind of quantities and the whole health giving and you eat them wholesome, wholesomely so in their natural state so we're going to try that and I cannot wait guys to have a chat with Andy in 2-3 weeks and update you with the result I have a lot of faith in vegan diet I know what is done to me I know what is done to many many people and he's going to have a great um, change. I don't want to say too much, I'm just gonna leave it at that, with that excitement and we'll come back to you in 2-3 weeks and we're gonna observe all the changes that we should see. And if we won't see too many changes, sometimes it happens, it takes longer, but one thing good will be, there will be every year we we responsible per person in the West for at least killing over 100 animals per year. Because if we have um, twice a week chicken, once a week some beef or something, do the maths yourself. Just two times chicken, breast chicken. You have to kill a whole chicken just to have breast chicken. So that's two times a week. There's 52 times, 52 weeks in a year. That's 100 chickens there on their own. What about the cows or sheep or lamb or whatever it is? So already we're doing something for the environment and for the animals, of course, because Animals are the greatest um, tax on environmental pollution. Look into that as well. Animals are responsible for 53% of green um, gas uh, pollution. Green gas houses or greenhouses gas. Have a look into that. Um, so that's uh, for the moment. Andy, any last uh, words, concerns? Well, um I'm looking forward to it. As I say that, you know, I usually keep an open mind. You know, all through my uh, business years, I always listen to people. I believe that you have to listen to everyone because that's how you learn. 
I'm looking forward to it. I also know that there's no quick fix for what I have. I know it's going to take time, so I'm not expecting... Miracles. Miracles. I'm not expecting to feel much better tomorrow morning. I probably will because I, I think everything, most, most things are in the mind. So once you have the right mindset that you're going to do something which is going to be good for you, I, hopefully I will feel even better tomorrow morning. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And I do like my, uh, especially my veggies. So uh, fruits, because of the allergies, I'm a bit, not worried about it, but a bit concerned, you know. But, you know, I'm looking forward to it, so see what happens. <laughs> Absolutely. And again, guys, anyone out there listening, going vegan or just going for a health condition or anything like that, always tell others and find people to support you and walk along the way with you. So I'm going to be in touch with Andy. Every day we're going to have a quick phone chat, some texting to make sure we know where he's going, how he's feeling, we're going to know down we're going to stay in touch with his GP to help us with the follow-up and any questions we have and Dr. Alan Goldhammer. So these are a few things, but a, a health buddy, a support buddy is really, it's a, it's a big part of the going back in the right direction. And even if the body sometimes doesn't improve too much or quick enough, but just having that support next to you, the mind. Yeah. it's great. I believe everything's in the mind, you know, so I'm a great believer of that, you know, so, you know, I am looking forward to it, you know, it was nice to have a chat with you as well, and thanks for all the advice you're giving me, you know, it's been great, and hopefully I can benefit from it, and, and the planet as well, yes, <laughs> and someone... that's what it's all about, you know, we can't be just selfish all the time, you know, obviously I, I would like to get back to my normal self, but... If I can help the animals and the planet along the way, happy days, you know, <laughs> that would be even better. I'll probably feel even, even more better then, so, you know. And thanks for your time as well, thanks for, yeah. You're very welcome and thank you for being on the show and for summarizing it so well. Thanks guys, and that was Vegan Enlightenment Podcast. So please subscribe if you haven't so far. Leave us a comment in the links below. Get in touch. Let us know what you would like to hear in the next episodes. Thanks again and take care for now. Bye.